Hello all and welcome to the seventh episode of All of Footballs. I am Charlie Ansell and this is the only podcast that covers every single footballing code, professional, amateur or traditional, the world over. Whether the football is an O'Neill's, a Gilbert, a Wilson, Sherin, Steeden or an Adidas Tango, the football games formed around them are all variants from the same route. So this is a podcast that brings this family of sports together in one place. I'm joined this month for our May episode by friend of the show, Henry Mags. Hello, Henry. How you doing, Charlie? You right? Yeah, very well, very well. Lovely sunny day outside and some uh, lots of sport going on. So, uh, so lots to look forward to this May. Um, we're going to dive straight in. Uh, this month, I must say, we haven't got a featured code. Um, there's just way too much going on in May for that. So we're just diving straight in and uh, the Champions of the Month will take up most of the show. Uh, so, so Henry, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to do a lot of talking now. I'm going to basically talk all about all the champions in, in Europe. Uh, and, and instead of the normal format where I say the, say the date, the sport, you, we just know it's association football for the minute. I'm going to run through. <laughs> There's quite a lot there, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run through all the champions of of the European League. So, wish me luck. Here we go. San Marino, Fulgare, Andorra, Interclub Descalades, <laughs> Faroe Islands, H- HB, Kosovo, Pristina, uh, Estonia, Flora, Montenegro, Budokanost, Podgorica. Apologies if I say any of these wrong. Uh, Gibraltar, Lincoln Red Imps, Northern Ireland, Linfield, Wales, Connors Key Nomads, Iceland, Velour, Georgia, Tinebo Tbilisi, Finland, HJK, Republic of Ireland, Shamrock Rovers, Moldova, Sheriff Tiraspol, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Borak, Banjaluka, North Macedonia, Shkendija, Albania, Tuta, uh, Latvia, it was Riga. In Armenia, it's Alesh Kurt. In Li- Lithuania, Zalgiris. Luxembourg, Fola Esk. Hungary, Ferenc Vash- Varos. Slovenia, it's uh, Mura. In uh, Slovakia, Slovan Bratislava. Poland, Legia Warsaw. Romania, CFR Cluj. Bulgaria, Ludogorets, Razgrad. Azerbaijan, Nefteri, Baku, Belarus, Shakhtar, Siligorsk, it's uh, Kairat in Kazakhstan, Israel, it's Maccabi Haifa, in Norway, Bodo Olympt, Sweden, Malmo, the winners of the Croatian League were Dinamo Zagreb, Serbia it was Red Star Belgrade, Greece, Olympiakos, Switzerland, Young Boys, now we're starting to get to teams that uh, lots of people who've heard of who have a keen interest in the Champions League. Um, Cyprus, Ammonia, <laughs> Czech Republic, Slavia, Prague, Scotland, it was Rangers, but that was obviously settled back in March. Um, Denmark, Bromby, it's uh, Austria, it was Red Bull Salzburg, Turkey, Besiktas, Netherlands, Ajax, Ukraine, Dinamo, Kiev, Belgium, Club Bruges, Russia's in it since Petersburg, Portugal, Sporting Lisbon, France it was Lille, Italy it was Inter Milan, Germany it was Bayern Munich, 
England it was Manchester City and Spain Atletico Madrid well done Charlie you got through all that (laughs) (laughs) in the UAE it was Al Jazeera and Saudi Arabia Al Halal we also had the UEFA Champions League which was won by Chelsea UEFA Europe UEFA Europa League was won by Villarreal. In other sports, Rugby Union Premier 15s, the English Women's League was won by Harlequins. Uh, Rugby Union also uh, European Champions Cup won by Toulouse. European Challenge Cup won by Montpellier. Super Rugby, Aotearoa run by Crusaders. Super Rugby AU in Australia won by the Reds, Queensland Reds that is, and the top league in Japan won by the Panasonic Wild Knights. Two more champions for you, the NCAA College Football Championship FCS in American Football won by Sam Houston State and in Futsal, the UEFA Champions League of Futsal was won by Sporting Lisbon. There it is, the champions for May. That's a lot of champions there Charlie, so (laughs) I mean, yeah I guess that's the nature of it, this is when all the seasons end so it kind of makes sense. The Champions Month of May. So, yeah, so so of all of those, um, are there any that sort of stand out? Any champions that, that you've d- been drawn to your attention? Yeah, I, I think for me personally, Charlie, the, the, the big story probably Lille. Um, so in Liga, you know, Paris Saint-Germain have been the dominant team for quite a long time. And uh, Lille, um, they've got a really good squad they've put together for this season. They've got, um, they brought in veteran striker, Turkish striker Yilmaz. Um, who, you know, is his first season playing outside the Turkish League, actually. And he's basically been, f- like, phenomenal. So um, they managed to win Ligue 1 by a, by a single point. Um, nearly threw it away on the penultimate weekend by drawing with uh, Saint-Étienne, but managed to get their win the final day of the season to secure the title. So I think, bear in mind the kind of, you know, the, the obstacle that is Paris Saint-Germain that they've overcome, I think that Lille are personally the champions of the month for me. Nice. Do, do you think moving sort of forward back to back to next year or on to next year? Do you, do you feel that Paris Saint Germain are just going to pick up where they left off and and win again, or are Lille still still a prospect for next year's title? I, I think the unfortunate thing for Lille is the kind of the finances in Liga would not really support that. I think um, they might struggle to keep hold of a lot of their better players, so it might be that they get picked apart by other kind of big European teams, and then Paris Saint Germain have a free run at the title pretty much for next season. So, a bit of a shame, but at least they got their win this time around. Yes. Yes, quite. Um, one thing we forgot to mention, obviously those are the leagues. We did a lot of leagues and a lot of other stuff. Um, one thing we didn't uh, cover was cups. There were cups all over Europe. We would take up the whole show doing doing that as well. Obviously, big ones to mention. FA Cup uh, was won by Leicester City. The DFP Pokal was won by Borussia Dortmund. Copper Italia won by Juventus. Pick randomly, Henry, pick randomly for me five other cups okay. and I'll tell you who won those. All right, we'll, we'll start off with a bit of a tricky one. How about Estonia? That was won by Levadia. Okay, how about Austria? Uh, Austria was Red Bull Salzburg, so a, a league and cup double. Okay, how about Poland? Poland was, now I'm going to struggle saying this, apologies for saying that, but Rakov, Czech. Kova, I believe, is how you say them. I mean, it looks very difficult. I'll be honest with you, Charlie, so I'm not going <laughs> to judge you on that one. Uh, Denmark, then. Randers, okay, who... fantastic name. R- yeah, ra- exactly. <laughs> Great name. Um, they've, they've never finished higher than third in the league, and uh, they've won two cups 
Um, and this, obviously, their second one. So they're, they're a small team. It's great when a small team wins a cup. It's like Leicester City winning winning the, the, the FA Cup for the first time. I, I like that. I like small teams winning cups. Unfortunately, they didn't qualify for the Champions League, Leicester City, either, but which they could have. Uh, and how about the last one? We'll go for Croatia. Uh, Dino Zagreb, League and Cup double, as you'd expect. Absolutely bossing it. So... Um, so there, we've talked about Lille being your team in a month. I'd say mine would probably be Toulouse, who won the European Champions Cup. They are, they are just... The, the last few years of, of European rugby have been dominated by three teams. Leinster, Toulon and Saracens. Saracens have obviously been relegated and, and slightly shamed. But yeah. Yeah, by by financial <laughs> skullduggery, let's say financial not fair play. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so, because of that, uh, they, they've disappeared off. Exeter have obviously picked up their mantle, and and Bristol are coming through in in England. Um, Leinster are still a force to be reckoned with, and and have done well this season. Just just couldn't quite get to the final, so we had an all French um, Champions Cup final, and then in France. Because it is a bit of a mixer, top top fourteen. It is a real, really open competition. Quite often, there are six or seven teams that can win it. You have got Clermont, you've got the two Paris sides. You you have had Toulon, you've had Toulouse, you've now got um, Bordeaux and La Rochelle. You know, and and actually, some of the power is leaving the southwest where it's been forever, mm. which is which is fascinating. And so the rise back of Toulouse is is brilliant because they they were this old they're this old kind of giant, you know. They, I think they like to think of themselves as the Real Madrid of of rugby, but they're kind of not um, because they haven't kind of had the dominance of late, and and other sides have taken over. And what they have been able to do this season is yes, they've got some great players, you know, Cheslin Colby and and some absolute monsters um, in the pack. But they've sort of, yeah, taken over where Toulouse have dropped. Sorry, Toulon have dropped off, and they they yeah. Them winning this Champions Cup was was a big deal for them. And whilst they are a big side, and I would have probably preferred La Rochelle to win it to mix it up a bit. Actually, they yeah, they they were by far they, they were the best team in the competition. They won that final. They are my team of the month. So it's basically a French double on the show then. And uh, <laughs> you never know with the Euros, it might even be a French triple. We might have a, a team of the, the month for June being, oh, it'll be July actually, won't it, for the final? It, yeah. it will, yeah. Well, b- before we come on to that, before we come on to the next month, there's, there's also the, uh, the Champions League to talk about in, in associate, European Association Football, the UEFA Champions League. Um, your thoughts, Henry, on, on Chelsea winning that and... You know the Chelsea Manchester United fi- Manchester City final. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those ones where the, the obvi- obvious narrative is the whole kind of uh, Pep Guardiola dropping Fernandinho to um, basically have a more attacking lineup, and it kind of backfiring a little bit. Um, so obviously Chelsea won the won the game one nil. Kai Havertz winner just before half time. Um, they were very very comfortable winners in the end. Actually, City kind of huffed and puffed, but didn't really create a huge amount in the match. And uh, I think tactically, Thomas Tuchel got it very, very you know, spot on pretty much. So I think Chelsea deserving winners in that one. And, and a special mention to N'Golo Kante because he was just on another level in that match. He was phenomenal. This is a May French loving. It, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it to- totally is. So, so with 
you know, continuing that theme, obviously we're into June now. The Euros. Oh, can Euro- I mention something quickly? Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Also, we had the, the Europa League as well, didn't we? And had the uh, VRL come out victorious, who are who are you know fairly big underdogs. You know, they come from a, a small town in Spain. I mean, I think we're saying that the population is about eighty thousand people, um, which is is just phenomenal. And um, also, the way this game was decided was pretty kind of exceptional as well. We had went to penalty shootout, twenty-one consecutive penalties scored, came down to the goalkeepers in the end. Uh, the Villarreal goalkeeper, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Rui, I think, or Ruji, maybe. Depending. If we're doing Argentinian pronunciation, it'd be more like that. Yeah, yeah. The, du- the double L, but yeah. So he, he comfortably tucked away his penalty. David De Gea came up and yeah, it wasn't a great one. Um, and uh, yeah, so Villarreal came out victorious uh, after, yeah, 22 penalties, which is pretty incredible. I mean, I, I didn't watch that. I listened to that on the radio and... Yeah, that was that was even though they were slotting every penalty, that was still stressful. <laughs> Neil Lennon on the on the radio getting very excited when the when the goalkeeper was coming up to take penalties. It's always something you want to see, though, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. So so yeah, so so that's so that's May. May's done and dusted. We got a lot sorted in May. Um, spe- special mentions. They're not our team of the month, but special mentions to Sporting Lisbon, who happened to win the. UEFA Champions League of Futsal and the Portuguese League in Association Football. Uh, special mentions to um, yeah double winners. So we mentioned them before, but uh, Dino Zagreb and Red Bull Salzburg. And and uh, I'd like to give a special mention to my favouritely named cup competition, Copititano in San Marino, which was won by La La Fiorita, who um, yeah a great sounding side. So uh, so. So that is that is May, June. We've got in association football the UEFA European Championships. That's going to dominate. Let's be honest, that's going to dominate most of this month's sporting landscape for us, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'll put it as well. I've got a TV license sorted just to watch the Euros. So that kind of sums it up. <laughs> nice, good. Yeah, and so and and it will as well. Um, and and because of that, um, who? Okay, let, let's spend a bit of time speaking. Speaking about that, thoughts for the tournament, thoughts on who will do well? Yeah, I mean, won't. yeah, it's, it's a funny one. Like, so France, I think, are coming into it the strongest team. And you would you would assume, bear in mind how good a season some of their big players have had, that they're going to be, well, they are the favourites and deservedly so, I think. Um, obviously, me and being English, I guess England is a particular interest. Um, got lots of exciting attacking talent, defensively maybe a bit shaky, so it'd be interesting to see how England gets on. And then we've got teams like Finland who are in their first European kind of, you know, first kind of, you know, international competition, which is fantastic. Scotland are in their first one since 98, I think. So, you know, the World Cup in 98. So it's been a long time for them to get to an international competition. So there's plenty to kind of keep an eye out for, I think, in, in, uh, in the Euros. Yeah, I mean, I will keep close eye on on England Wales and Scotland and and want them all to do well but but yes I think I think France are an interesting angle they're blessed with great players you know they could produce two good forward lines that mm. any any European sides would would like and then slot in Angola Kante and some great defensive players and they look you know ready ready to go um Obviously, classically, there is a little bit of disharmony in their camp before before the tournament starts. But 
sort of where would they be without that really yeah, i think it goes to the territory isn't it so same in rugby uh in, U- in union and league actually it just works across the board and it doesn't seem to affect their performance it's just how they like to do things um germany big downer on germany um coming into this tournament but it's tournament football yeah and they kind of well yeah they tend to they tend to do it don't they when it comes to it or they completely bomb like they did in the 2000 euros and uh, obviously the world cup so you don't know what you're getting i don't think you can really predict what you're getting with germany this time around it's been very difficult on paper they look like they've still got a very strong team but they've not been particularly good for a while now so hard to tell with germany yeah um spain um, Spain again. You look at you look at the beyond the first eleven. There's not a huge amount of depth for them, so I I don't know if you'd really put them in the front runners for the competition. I think if you're thinking about dark horses, I think Italy are a team who are quite interesting. Do they qualify as a dark horse? I I mean they've not been great recently in international football, so I guess probably yes. Um, but you know they're a team who they, they've got they've got a lot, of, a lot of new players, but they've also got a lot of old players. Like when you're kind of looking at the back, and they still got their <laughs> Leonardo Bonucci and and you know and, and Collini as centre back pairing. You're a bit like, how long have these guys been around for? Because it seems to be forever. Yeah, yeah, that's that that is that is very true. Brilliant. So there we go. Predictions are plenty. Lots to look forward to. Um, so also happening in June, month ahead for. For people to, to to spot, there's the French Elite Elite One Rugby League Championship, which is coming to a head. Super Rugby Trans Tasman in the Union, also the Pro 14 Rainbow Cup, Gaelic Footballs National Football League, uh, rumbling on. And the 26th of June, we've got double double big rugby union leagues coming to a head. That's the English Premiership and Top 14 in France. Um, Gaelic Football Ladies National Football League coming. To, to an end and also in terms of other leagues in association football the Iraqi League the Persian Golf League and the Australian A-League uh, are wrapping up and crowning champions so there's a lot to look forward to keep your eyes out sports, sports fans any any thing you're apart from the Euros you're looking forward to or are you very much head down Henry into the Euros yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to be like basically taking up a lot of my free time, if the truth be known, Charlie. Yeah, um, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to seeing some good football and and just hoping it's a good competition and not like a really dour defensive one. Bear in mind we've had, you know, quite a, a grueling season, um, you know, obviously because of because of COVID. So fingers crossed, it's actually an exciting tournament rather than a bit of a disappointing one. So that's kind of my hopes for it at least. Brilliant. Yes, I I will be continually watching as well the AFL and Aussie rules and uh, the NRL because they keep rolling on um, Super League as well in Rugby League so lots lots and lots to watch in June as well as cricket coming back there is international cricket there is uh, I don't think that's a football Charlie it's not but there's far too much what I'm saying is there's far too much uh, sport to be watched whilst I'm trying to do work so I just will have to ration my time as best I can for that so that that's basically all we've got time for for May's episode um, we'll be back at the Henry cheers then and from me take care and stay well goodbye <laughs>